Welcome to Christ Rehoboth Church, a place where we help people discover their purpose for living and raise kingdom people for global impact. Join us today as Reverend Kingsley Agu takes you deep into God's Word. It's such a privilege to fellowship with the saints. Hallelujah. And fellowship in the Word. And before we begin, I would like to take this time to thank our pastor, Reverend Kingsley Ago, hallelujah, for such a wonderful opportunity. He strengthened with might his inner man, hallelujah. Much grace is abundance unto him. Hallelujah. Are we ready for the word of God this morning? Tell your neighbor, be ready, be ready, be ready. <laughs> Amen. All right. Now, we have been dwelling upon wisdom for living. You know, without the word of God, we do not have a life. Without the word of God, we will be lost in this world. But the word of God... Is the life that God has given us as believers. And this life is not just any life. It is the very life of God. Hallelujah. That means the moment we are in Christ. Our viewpoint changes. The moment we are in Christ. The way we see ourselves the way we call it with ourselves, the way we, 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 we relate with ourselves changes. Hallelujah. Because there has been a defined print point of source identity that we have taken upon. Yes. Hallelujah. Wherefore, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16 to 17. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Somebody say, know we no man after the flesh. Yet we don't, yet though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, know we him no more. Now verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, a new creature, hallelujah, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new or are become new. Hallelujah. Please follow me this morning. Hallelujah. So, it is clear that there is a new identity. It is clear that we have taken on a new breed. That word, a new creation, means a new breed. That which has never been in existence before. Hallelujah. That which has never existed before. So that new creation entails us that we are of a new brand, a new one, a new species created after Christ. Somebody say, I am created after Christ. 
This is why 1 Peter 2 verse 9 now will give us clarity that we are now a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, hallelujah, that we should show forth the praise of him who have called us out of darkness unto his marvelous light. Underline that word marvelous light. Underline that word marvelous, marvelous light. Because at times we believers we take for granted or we do not take seriously what the scripture says concerning our new creation. Hallelujah. Concerning our new creature that we have become. That we have become. So First John 3 tells us that beloved, ye are now, now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear that we shall be uh, what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Hallelujah. So as believers, you are called the son of God. The son of God. The offspring of God. The DNA of God. The sperma of God. Hallelujah. You have become the image of God. This is, this is your new reality. This is who you are constantly Daily and for eternity. Hallelujah. Am I talking to someone? Follow me carefully. Follow me carefully. So we have been given the right to be called the sons of God. We have entered, we have entered the sonship of God. John 1 verse 12 tells us, tells us how we became the son of God. But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become sons of God. Sons of God. Even to them that believe in his name. So that means when we believe, we have received the authorization of God. We have received everything that God has in store for us as a new creature in him. Hallelujah. So we have entered into his sonship. He begotten us. He what? Begotten us. That means out of him we are born. Out of him we, are, we have our being. That's what the scripture tells us that in him we move. We, we, we what? In him we have our being, hallelujah. That is to tell us all, that's, that is to tell us that we are not alone. Hallelujah. Sometimes we are so caught up by the things of this world, the wiles of this world, and we think we are the one going through those things. But we forget that whatever we go through, it is God going through with us. 
you are of his image should tell you that anything that happens to you, God is concerned about it. He is what? Concerned about it. The moment you think that God is elsewhere or God is far away looking at you, waiting for you to say something. Let me tell you something, my brothers. God is going through that situation and is empowering you and letting you know that he has given you the victory. Hallelujah. It is highly important that we understand what this means, new creature. And I will have you also know that the Bible tells us that there are children of the devil. Children of what? The devil. Jesus speaking to the Pharisees said unto them that ye are the children of the devil because he was a murderer from the beginning. And he was the father of liars. Hallelujah. Anyone that is not born again is called the children of the devil. The children of the devil. And they are naturally possessed. Any, anyone that refuses the gospel is naturally possessed. They also are not alone. Hallelujah. Can I talk to you? And both of you cannot be going through the same situation with the same outcome, with the same fear, with the same things. It is, it is, it is an insult. Hallelujah. So, 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 so please, please pay attention. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 verse 3, Ephesians 2 verse 3 tells us, Among whom also we have had our conversation, underline that word conversation, in time past, in the lust of, of, of our flesh and in the mind, whereby nature, by nature, not by consent, it is by nature, the children of wrath, even as the others. So you see, they are also naturally possessed. Just like as you enter this reality, your natural, your, 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 your newness, your nature is possessed of the spirit of God. The spirit of God. Somebody say, I have the spirit of God. So I say, pay attention to that word. Conversation. Conversation means our behavior. So if we read Ephesians 2, 3. Among whom we had had our behaviors. Our behaviors. Our actions. But the moment we believe our identity change. We became.
a new race. Hallelujah. Now, Paul shed great light into this newness that we have. He distinguished it from darkness and light. Please pay attention very closely. Hallelujah. Because it is evident that a believer is in the new cre creation but operate as if he is in the darkness. But he is of the spirit of God. So Paul has to use his word very strategically and carefully. So, if we go back to 1 Peter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praise of him who have called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. How did he call that light? Marvelous. Marvelous light. So that means there is a clear distinction. Paul consciously, deliberately, and intentionally inform us that we have a new identity that is called light. That means we are no longer groping in confusion. We are no longer groping in things that baffle our mind. We no longer grope in uncertainty. We no longer grope in fear. Because it is only in darkness that you'll be fearful. Am I talking to someone? Let's turn off all this light in this place pitch dark. I, I tell you but by the time you move you will hit your leg on the on the on the on the on, on the chair, and then you become fearful. Oh, okay, I need a light to see so that I don't I don't hurt my toes again. Okay, okay, all right. But let me tell you, the moment that you are in light, everything becomes clear. Your eyes see. Somebody say, I see. Yes, you you see. Your eyes see. Your ears hear. Your nose smell. That is to tell you that you are spiritually sensitive. Spiritually sensitive to your environment. Let me say this 
or to your life. To what? Your life. You have instruction. You have direction that leads you well in this reality. Now, this is why I said you cannot live without the word. The word now, pay attention, the, the fundamental aspect of the word is to shine light to you. Hallelujah. To shine the light to you. That is to say that this life cannot be in existence without this word of God. Now, John 6.63 tells us that this word is spirit and it is life. It is spirit and it is life. It is spirit because it is our reality. Oneness with him. Now, it is life because it denotes our practicality of this reality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit, which is the life of God. So the word of God is that spirit that giveth us life. That giveth us light. Okay? Okay? Now, this reality goes beyond just the spiritual realm. It goes beyond the spiritual realm. Many Christians think that saying being the righteousness of God, of course you are, is only in the spirit. Is only in the spirit. And they leave it hanging there. They what? They leave it hanging there. When the chips are down, they are the one that crawls under the table. They are the ones that crawls under the table. No. And we are going to excavate what it means that we have this life. So I say it denotes the practicality of our reality through which channel instruction and direction. This is why the song we say that the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A lamp 
unto my feet instruction, a light unto my path direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So therefore, the believer must be very attentive. How? Because the instruction, the direction shapes our decisions. Shapes the way we live in this life. Whether peacefully and victoriously or as victims. Am I talking to someone? Or as victims. So this is why 1 Peter 2 verse 2 tells us that we should desire. Did somebody say desire? Sincerely, or as newborn babes, desire the milk, the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Your growth is dependent on how much of the word you have inside of you. Hallelujah. It is dependent. You don't play with it. You don't what? You don't play with it. This is the only thing that you got. This is what? The only thing that you got. This is who you are. So now pay attention. Number one. You must cultivate the desire for the word. Cultivate the desire for the word. The truth of the matter is, if you are just a believer that just hears the word and has no desire for the word, that's two different things. I hope you know. Hallelujah. I can hear what Pastor Phil is telling me. But am I actually listening to him? That's the question. It is my desire now that will point me to listen to him because I know he has important information to benefit my life. Hallelujah. This is the same attitude we must have with the word. Same attitude we must have with the word because it places us in a place of availability where we are easily positioned to allow the working of the word in our life. Number one, it comes with what? Desire. If you don't desire... You may grow old in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. But by not, let the cockroach pass by your bed. <laughs> the way you will jump. Oh, uh, let 
Let's go far. When something drastically happens and you cry out, oh God, why me? Why me? There's nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah. But what? You remember who you are, your new creation, that Paul distinguished from the rest of those people going through that situation. You remember that as for you, you have knowledge, you have light that it is well with It is well. Hallelujah. So, 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 this action puts you in a place that facilitates the utterance or the entrance of the word. So, if you want to grow, desire. That desire brings in the allowance of the word. So now, Psalm 119, verse 130 says, The entrance of his word giveth light, giveth understanding to the simple. Uh -uh. Did you see what it says? Why, why? It didn't just stop there. Give it light and give it to and give it understanding to whomever. And it has to say to the simple. What is that simple there? Those who simply desire. Hallelujah. So that means great light might be shared, might be shared. But only few may receive understanding. Hallelujah. If you don't position yourself, you won't be able to receive it. The moment you start, you, 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 the moment you begin to start needing the word, That's when, or the moment you start seeing the reverence of the word, the relevance of the word, that's when it becomes, it becomes fully uh, uh, expressed to you. But if you don't, what will happen? No understanding. No effect at all. This is why it has to say the simple. The simple. You know, they ask Jesus, who can who are the kingdom of God for? Jesus pointed to the a little a, a little kid and he said, For this such are what? The kingdom of God. Why? Have you asked yourself why? It is simply because kids they are always desirable. Kids they are always in need, in need, need for, for growth, need for food, need to, to, to get, you know, where they can be comfortable, where, where they can grow and become strong. 
Daddy, I want to be like you one day. Hallelujah. This, 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 this creates the right atmosphere. It creates the right realm where you are able not to pay attention because you see the relevance. You see why you need it. When we read, when we read the sincere milk of the word whereby what happens? You grow. When you give food to your kid, what happens to them? They grow. This is why Jesus referred to the kid. That means we must be as the heart of that kid, wanting, looking, seeking, desiring. Hallelujah. Desiring. Somebody say desiring. Yes, I desire the word. I desire the word. Hallelujah. To the simple. Now, 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 4, verse 15. 1 Timothy 4, verse 16. I'm telling you how the Spirit gives us the light, shines us the light. 1 Timothy 4, verse, uh, verse 15. Are we there? Meditate. Somebody say meditate. Upon these things. Meditate upon these things. What things? The word of God. Give thyself wholly to them. That that property may appear. Ha. That means there are some profiting that don't appear to all. To all. So, the question is, are you desiring? Are you, are, you, are you desiring? Do you have that desire? That word meditate means to devise a plan to continuously behold or to ponder upon something. It is a deliberate action. A deliberate action if you are a believer you don't take this deliberate action when things comes your way you won't know how to respond to them you won't know when the devil came to Jesus and said turn this Stone to bread. Have you read that when Jesus was 12 years old, he was in the house of God reading, studying the scripture, meditating upon the scripture. So when the devil showed up, he didn't say, devil, get out. He said, it is written. It is written. Your, your, your whole mind, your whole thought must always reference the word of God in every situation because your reality is that word. Your strength is not in vengeance. Your strength is not in, in gone. Your strength is not in knives. Your strength is in the word. It is in the word. 
So it's possible to live a victorious life because he declared us victorious. And he said, we reign in this world. We reign in this world. We are not victims. So I say, I said all this to say this. Hallelujah, are we ready? The word of God becomes our sanctification on daily basis. The word of God becomes our sanctification on daily basis every day of our lives. We live a sanctified life practically by the word. The word of God becomes our sanctification on daily basis. We live a sanctified life practically by the word. We know we are sanctified. Both he that sanctified and those that he sanctified. Hallelujah. We are we are what? We are sanctified already. But, but you are telling us <laughs> we need to uh, uh, leave our sanctification daily on our daily life. Why not just declare? Eh? Let me declare I am sanctified. Yes, yes you are. With God, you are. Hallelujah. But you should know that the life of God does not stop just in the spiritual. It is in the physical. That's why they were able to see Jesus and say, this is truly the son of God. That's why they were able to, to see him, declare him as so. Hallelujah. So, let's go to 2 Peter, verse 9 again. 2 Peter, verse 9. Oh, sorry, 1 Peter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. We are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession. Hallelujah. This means a peculiar people that we may proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are to proclaim his excellencies. His excellencies, that word proclaiming is not a word that is left hanging. It is an active, continuous action word. word. Proclaiming. Hallelujah. Proclaiming the excellencies. That means, that means there should not be any dark time. No dark time. Hallelujah. So, if we pay a 
listen attention to the verse, we will see something very important. That verse gives us a sense of ownership, of a, a belonging to, number one, proclaiming his excellencies, excellencies of who? Of him, and ownership. Number two, a peculiar people, a people of his possession. A people of his possession. Now, that is to tell us that when we act, when we behave, our conversations proclaims, reference, utters what he does or what or who he is. Hallelujah. Um, you hear believers say, let me speak my mind. You will hear believers, you hear believers say, try me, you will see. You will hear, you will hear, you will hear, you will hear believers, you will hear believers say, I've been through this thing before. I've been through, through this thing before. Never again for, 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 you, for somebody to try me like this. Look, 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 pay attention. Pay attention. Hallelujah. We proclaim him Number one, ownership, and we are a people of his possession. Hallelujah. So that means we reference, say exactly what he will say, what he will do, what he will, where he will go concerning any situation we face. Any situation, let it be hard time. Let it be someone offended you. Let it be you went through traumatic, stressful experiences of life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming there. Experiences of life. And sometimes they seem hard for you. You build up fences. You build up a fence around you. You know, you know, you know, because you had to grow up fast. Because something happened in your life and you grew tongues. That if anyone dares receive one blow, you, 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 you have to do some certain things in your life that when you became, when you came into this nature, it is hard for you to let go. It is what? Hard for you to let go. It becomes part of your reflex. Your husband say one, you say 20 already. Yeah. Or your wife say one. <laughs> you don't talk for weeks. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's because you have built up these reflexes. You have built up these things. That is because we forget, we forget, we forget that we are of someone. We forget that we are of someone. So, 
What happens is, is that we claim our reality. This, these, are, these are very well knowledgeable believers. We claim our reality. But at, for this thin line, don't cross. I have this thin line. You believe in God? Yes, I do as well. I have long suffering. That's why my line is thin. If you cross this, if you dare and cross this thin line, I will show you why they call me <laughs> Asia, not Asia. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just play with it. <laughs> you know, that's because we have built up reflexes. We have built up things that at times hurts the people that cares about us the most. The people that cares about us the most. And it hurts us the most as well. But he said, this world will, give, will not give you peace. But I will give, I give you peace. My peace, I live with you. My peace, I live with you. My joy, I live with you. That means the peace that you are going to have or you are in need does not come from your own doings. It does not come from your own doings. It is a peace that is rightful and rightfully yours. By him alone. By him alone. So there is no reason to build up fences. There is no reason to build up a, a, a barrier or a thing that we hurt each other. Hallelujah. And we understand. We understand. This old man. Or this past life. Had some things in our mind. This is what the scripture tells us. That be ye not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewal your mind. So we understand. Hallelujah. We understand. But however, that is not an excuse. Because this life is the life of God. The exactness life of God. So, 1 Peter 1 verse 3. 1 Peter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us a new birth. 
unto a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We are born unto a new life. That means no longer subjects, victims to the ways of this world. This new life is a living life. Zao, Zao, pay attention carefully. That word living is Zao. And Zao means real, practical life in reference. Real, practical life in reference. And that word, Elpis, hope. Hope means expected life. Expected life. So that so if, if, we, if we do the translation, it says that blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, which according to his abundant mercy has given us again a real practical expected life that is by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It's not you are in hope. I'm hoping. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 am I clear? You know, because our tone of hope means you are hoping for the future. Or our tone of hope is it will get better. But that word lively is the same is the word zao, active real. Practical, tangible, tangible, hallelujah. This is what it is. Expected, that means that which is of God and is given to us. Like you have an expectation that is met. Hallelujah. So therefore... We are no longer victims. We are no longer enslaved by pain, shame, guilt, or by the things that we have gone through. No longer enslaved by them. Because you are no longer defined by them. Hallelujah. So, the word of God defines us. This life is what defines us. And we must start to pay attention to it. We must what? Start to pay attention to it. When it comes to marriages and when it comes to relationships... I hope you know that marriages are not for joyless people. Can I talk to you? You can be joyful, but not in marriage. Hallelujah. Marriage are not for joyless people. 
That is to say, it's not your rehabilitation center. Because most of the time that these things are more practical is when we have dealings with one another. So since we are in dwelling in marriage, <laughs> hallelujah, let's, 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 let's quickly touch on some, some things from there. You know, in marriage, the husbands like to point out the mistakes of the wives. And the wives like to point out the mistakes of the husband. Hallelujah. It's like the word of God says, husband, uh, love your wives. You leave, you as a husband, you leave yours. You tell the wife, submit to your husband. And the wife Leave her own. <laughs> Husband, love your wife. I, I, I have eyes. I see. Let me see myself. The, the, the fact that you leave yours to tell me, that means you are lacking. You're not, you, 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 you are not doing yours. Hallelujah. So we build up these, these things inside our marriages. And we hope that the other one will give us joy. We hope that our action is dependent on the other one, what the other one is doing and not doing. You know, I, 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 I even heard from, from afar, you know, the husband like to use this a lot. If you look at Ephesians 5, <laughs> and you will see that from verse 22. He addressed the women. And then at verse 24, he addressed the man. So the husband said, he says, even Paul recognized the authority. He said, the wives must submit to their husband first before he went and said, And they have tormented their wives on that. That we have to follow script, scriptural orders of ways that God wants things to be. And the wives are cornered. But they fail to know that from since verse 1. <laughs> but since verse 1, he's talking about the man in relation to Christ. As how Christ is the head and Christ gave his life. Hallelujah. He talked about that until and now instruct them that this is what you should be doing. This is not to say, you know, the wife, you, 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 you wait for your husband's first. So. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the fact of the matter is, we are afraid, we are always afraid to confidently trust in who we have become. We are afraid that by the time we let down 
a small guard, he, that person will climb over us. We are afraid. To let God be referenced. Many are afraid. So, the moment you build that confidence, the moment you entrust in the word of God, you entrust that your sperma, your DNA is of the originality. The moment you know that you are never let down when you reference him, that's the moment you begin to enjoy more of this light. Hallelujah. More of this light. So therefore, you build confidence on what the word has said concerning you. You build confidence on what the word instructs you to do. You build confidence on what the word directs you. So this is why we do not compromise. Somebody say, I do not compromise. My reality for anything. Paul said, let not love be without dissimulation. Hallelujah. Which means, don't put love on the discussion table. When we put love on the discussion table, that means it's up for debate. That means something can come and draw it. And then another thing can replace it. No. We hold on to it. We don't let anything influence it. Hallelujah. It, 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 it is something that should not be up for debate. It is something that should not be up for, for alteration. Because that is your reality, your joy. Your joy should not be up for a debate. Should not be on the table as to someone must do it first before I do it. Your peace, a man without peace, is almost as a dead man. Your peace should not be on the table of situations where you, 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 you encounter things and you become worried, down, distressed. No. Your joy, your peace should not be on such things. Things may go through hard times. But you know it is well with you. It is well with you. Because you cultivated enough word. 
to say your reality in that situation. This light shines in every area that you should never doubt. You should what? Never doubt. Yes, it is written. The righteous are not forsaken. They shall never, never be taken or shaken. They will be remembered eternally. That's Psalm 112 verse 6. And lastly, Psalm 37 verse 25. Psalm 37, verse 25. Since I've been young, and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, not his seed begging bread. Yes, this is your reality. Remind yourself. Desire for this light to be in you. Hallelujah. We may rise upon our feet. Hallelujah. You are going to cry out this morning from the bosom of your heart. And you are going to give yourself a heart that is yearning for much of this light. Speak it forth from the inside of you. A light, a heart that is yearning, yearning for much clarity of this light. In your Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope your soul has been truly enriched. More video and audio teachings are available on our website, www.ChristRehobothChurch.com. Follow our social media pages and check us out on Facebook, Kingsley Agu Ministry, and on YouTube, Kingsley Agu Ministry.